and welcome to the Hairdryer Treatment Podcast. Club football is over for the season and now, a year later than expected, we turn our attention to the UEFA European Championships. On this podcast, we'll be discussing the potential fortunes of each of our nations as we look ahead to the tournament. I'm your host and resident Englishman, Kieran. Today, I'm joined by Scotsman Luke. Na, 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 David Marshall. <laughs> Welshman Andy. Ain't nobody like Joe <laughs> Ledley. <laughs> uh, and the other Scotsman, Steve. Stevie, Stevie Clark. <laughs> I'm thoroughly, thoroughly outnumbered on this one, so I'm dreading the next month. <laughs> let me just say that. Uh, it's all good with club football, but let me just say that I'm very happy that I'm the host. And I don't have to tell you what I think. <laughs> I'm going to be staying out of a lot of these conversations. Well, I think is it'll be the first pod where you're actually supporting the best team in the whole tournament, like the best, the best players. For once, you aren't got the worst team in the in the um, in the chat. You got the best, probably the best chances of winning it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And it's it's actually the first time we've all had a vested interest in a team that's participating in the competitions that we're talking about rather than mm. uh, just three of us having a vested interest and Steve just criticising everyone. Um. <laughs> I think you've been a bit harsher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll dive uh, dive straight in. Uh, this Friday, the long-awaited UEFA Euro 2020, yes, it does annoy me that it's still officially called that, gets underway. All three of our nations are present in the tournament and all three have very different aspirations as Wales look to try and emulate the success of 2016. England have designs on going all the way and Scotland are happy as Larry just to be there, really. As for the groups, Wales share theirs with Italy, Turkey and Switzerland. A group sure to pose uh, quite a threat, quite a challenge for Wales. Meanwhile, England once again share their group with one of the home nations as they prepare to place, as they prepare to face, sorry, Czech Republic. Our 2018 World Cup conquerors, Croatia, and the land of Iron Brew itself, Scotland. Uh, Andy, we'll start with you. That's a bloody hard group for Wales, that isn't it? Yeah, I, I think it is. But I think, obviously, I think Italy will win this group. I think it goes without saying. But I do think that, you know, what, obviously, our issue is, is obviously that how are we going to emanate what we did four or five years ago? That's such a hard tournament to beat. I mean, that was, as I saw an article today online, it's obviously the sum, the sum of all summers for Welsh football fans. It's literally just nothing could beat what happened. Nothing could beat that, really. I don't think we could ever get that far again. But I do think we've got a blend of also youngsters and attackers. So I do think we have a chance, especially with the third place teams, four of them going into the knockout. So I think we've got a chance getting out of this group. And I think... The best we can hope for is seconds. I do think that if we can, if we get Bale fit, obviously if we get Ramsey fit, which is really crucial. But doesn't they've it doesn't they've actually lost the game they've played together uh, since 2015. Um, so I do think that we all saw in the, in the semi-final against Portugal that he wasn't there. And I think, yeah. albeit that was five years ago, I do think he has obviously scored the two goals that got us into this tournament in that final game. So I do think Ramsey is crucial to all this as well. And I think that if he's if he's actually fit for the tournament. And I think I think we can potentially surprise a few, um, but yeah, it's very hard because Italy, Turkey got some good players. Uh, obviously, you, you've seen Birak Yilmaz in uh, French league this season. You've seen obviously Chalhanoglu is a good little player. And obviously, Switzerland on their day, people like Shakiri and Granit Xhaka have their moment in, and it's, 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 Switzerland always seems to do well in major tournaments. So they always seem to surprise mm. a few. So um, I think it's a very hard group, but I have I have some faith that we can get out of that group. 
Yeah, I mean, I watched your friendly the other night with Albania. Mm. Um, and I'm going to be honest, mate, it was dreadful. It was all very yeah. pre-tournament, all very pre-tournament-y. Um, but even with Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey on the pitch, chances were quite few and far between. Mm. Um, do you think there's you're starting to reach a point now where Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey are beyond the point where they can influence results the same way they did uh, a few years mm. ago? I mean, I actually missed that game uh, against Albania, but I watched the France game. And I think, obviously, we saved the penalty from Benzema. I think for the, until the first goal went in, we looked we looked all right. So we looked competitive. Until, and then that red card happened to Nico Williams. Obviously, they got the first goal. I think, obviously, that was just game over. But I think, obviously, we got an issue with the fact that we had, obviously, the whole qualifiers. We had Ryan Giggs as our manager. And, obviously, all this off-field stuff, obviously, has meant that, obviously, he's now no longer... Well, for now, no longer manager. You've got Rob Page instead. And I do think, even though he's been there as the assistant, I think that, that could play a huge part in terms of, you know, getting used to a certain manager's ways. And I do think, even though he said in, in, in interviews that he wants to keep it the same, it is still a different manager. So I do think that, yeah. and if we're going back to the Bell and Ramsey point, I think that, yes, that they're both not the same players that they were five years ago, but both players have looked far better in recent times for country than they have club. So I do think that, in a major tournament, obviously, it's only our third one in, in history. I think that they're going to be up for it. And I think that, like we've seen with people like um, back, uh, who was the old German, Miroslav Klose, with Thomas Muller, all these players that at times look better for their country than they do their team. So I do think that if Bill Ramsey, if it, I think they could potentially, you know, have that final, almost like a last dance-esque sort of thing you saw with the Chicago Bulls. And I do think yeah. it's, it's probably going to be our last chance Maybe the World Cup in Qatar is probably our last chance to, you know, do well in a major tournament with these players we've got. So I do think they're going to give it up. I think they're going to give it up all. But I do think you're right. I think you're completely right. I think over time, the, the more time goes on these last next few years, I do think that it's going to be, they are going to reach a point where both are quite injury prone. I think they're both going to soon, their powers are going to, are going to thin. And I do think that it is coming. But I think they have got one, maybe one and a half, two tournaments, you know, left in them for Wales. At the top, yeah, yeah, I think that's 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 a fair shout, Luke. You're looking at Wales, um, obviously. You, me and you are both outsiders looking at Wales and their group and uh, the order of their fixtures. Do you see any way that they can get out of that group? Oh, it's a tough one actually because you've got to have some reason for optimism of being a Wales fan. I mean, I think. I think you probably fancied them to get a result against Switzerland. Um, and, and Turkey, although it's a tough game, it's definitely winnable. Definitely. Um, and, and Italy aren't the team they were. So, you know, if you were looking at, if you sort of were looking at the, you know, the fixtures, it's probably as good a draw as you could you could have hoped for if you're a Wales fan. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, I, I would take Wales to beat Switzerland. Um and I've got a sneaky feeling that they might draw the next two games. Uh, so I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. that. That's the thing. I think they really need to win both uh, the Switzerland and Turkey games to, to you know, and I, you know, that's pretty obvious. Isn't it? Duh. But, um, you know, I, I think if, if they, they win both, obviously they're through anyway. But I, I think they might end up with uh, a win and two draws. Yeah, that's, okay. I think that's quite generous. To be honest, mm. Steve, mm. I I kind of I'd agree with Luke here because this, this is the kind of group where 
it's not going to be like you know team A destroys everybody and and, and team B beats everybody and you get away you know a nine six zero three zero. This is this is a I mean for a start Italian teams don't tend to come and be noted for their flair and, and attacking prowess. They are they are dour. They are direct. Um, they're organised. Um, yeah, they have a lot of talent because it's a very big league. But that, I can't see this this Italian team sweeping the group. I can see them dropping points to at least one and possibly two teams in this group because historically Italian teams in big and major tournaments have a tendency to bottle it. It's as simple as that. And I think there's a very, very good chance of us seeing a surprise winner in this group. Um, like Andy said, I, I have a feeling that Wales can get at least four points out of this group uh, and finish second. Um, I don't think they'll get a win and, and two draws. I think they'll get a win, a draw and a loss. And I think we'll actually have three teams finish this group with a win, a draw and a loss. Um, and we, we'll kind of... It'll be all down to the, the final game as to who the, the winners and the, the runners-up are. Um yeah, I, I'll take Italy to win the group, but um, I would, I really want to say, Andy, that Wales are going to finish second. I really do, but just that the form right now of Turkey and the quality in that squad, they're they're going to pep you. They're going to just you're going to finish third. The Swiss, there's some uh-huh. talent in that squad, but they're, they're a far cry from the days of Stefan Chapuisat. So. All right, then I'll ask each of you, um, for each of our nations, actually, for a prediction on where you think you'll finish in the group and how far you'll go. Andy? Right, I, in work, I was doing, I was looking at all the fixtures, doing my own sort of, excuse me, predictions on how I think each group will go and how knockouts will go. Now, I had Wales finishing second. And then if we finish second, we play second place in Group B, which will be the group of Belgium, Denmark, Finland and Russia. Now, I, I think Denmark will finish second in that group, and I'd have it. Obviously, that means we play Denmark, and I think on our day we could beat Denmark. And obviously, we, I think we, so I've got us down losing in the quarterfinals to Holland. Interesting. Luke? That's, that's probably my, um, you know, that's my, um, where my heart and my sleeve saw prediction, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's a bit optimistic. <laughs> I think we'll say that. Um, oh, oh, dear. Do you, do you know what? I, Hmm. Hmm. What do What do you reckon, Steve? What do you reckon out of this actually? Because I'm swimming here. I just don't know. I'm. I am going to. Uh, I'm going to look at history for Scotland in major international tournaments, and I am going to say we are going to have yet another glorious failure within the group stages, <laughs> whereby we lose the first game, draw the second game, win the third game, but go out with only four points in third in the group. Because that is the most Scottish thing you can get at any major tournament. It's yeah, but you're, just but you're, there or thereabouts. But we're talking about Wales here. We're talking about Wales here. What are you going on about? Oh, sorry. I, I thought Luke, Luke was kind of pushing me towards that. Well, Wales groups, <laughs> uh, yeah. Wales groups. Um, I'll just say, how, where, where will Wales finish? How will they do? Wales, um, Wales will make it to the round of 16. They'll get out of the group, but then they'll be knocked out in the next round. Uh, they'll end up playing the Dutch, and I think that's going to be the end of them. All righty, looking. Okay, um, I think they narrowly miss out. I think I think they get a draw against Turkey, and and that is proves to be their undoing, and they narrowly miss out in third place. Much as I'd, I'd like to see them, I'd like to see them go through, and I'd like to see them win both uh, the games against the Swiss and the Turks. 
I just think they're going to slip up against Turkey and I think that'll be their undoing and, and I have a horrible feeling they might lose to like a last minute goal to the Italians as well and that'll be the, the, the they won't finish bottom but I think they'll finish third All right. I hope not <laughs> I really like Wales and I love the fact that Mike Peters did the anthem um, he's my totally my hero so I was delighted with that but um, yeah hope they finish second probably third though Alright thank you very much uh, moving on to Scotland now. Um, so, Steve, you will be able to give your uh, your thoughts on your team this time. <laughs> it's another it's another hard group um, for another home nation. Scotland, it's, it's, it's not easy. Like, uh, you've got a resurgent Czech Republic team who are looking quite, quite strong. Croatia, who were World Cup finalists a couple of years ago, uh, and obviously the old neighbours, England. Um, would you see a tournament where in Scotland play England at Wembley, beat England, but lose the other two games and go out as a successful tournament for Scotland, Steve? No. I'd throw that one back here. If you played 38 games in a Premier League season, got six points, but your two wins were over Sunderland, would you call that a successful season for Newcastle? No. No. There's no reason that, as a Scots fan, you would call beating England, but then losing to to the Czech Republic and Croatia a, a successful tournament. A successful tournament is one where we get at least one win, one draw. You know, we're competitive. We're not the whipping boys of the group. And we, you know, going into the last game, we're still alive. Um, and I, I look at that team and I'm like, I can see us, I can genuinely see us beating England. But that's only because um, the, the, I think Cork will have the, the guys, to, you know, fired up to go out there and literally kick them off the park. I don't think in terms of actual talent, there's a, a real comparison. But I think in terms of commitment and organisation, I think Clark has the team probably better organised than than Southgate does with his four right backs and his, uh, you know, his, 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 if you watch the last two um, friendlies that you played against Austria and Romania, England were absolutely dire. And if they yeah. bring that form into the tournament, they'll yeah, get, but- they, they won't just lose to Scotland, they'll lose to everybody. Yeah, but you know for a fine fact that they won't. Like that, that's that. That was both of those games were horrendously pre-tournament friendly, like they were horrific. I think all of the games were like that, to be honest. Um, and our, our pre-tournament games are always like that, to be fair. Always yeah, I, I can, I can see Scotland getting a win. It might be against England. It's more likely for me going to be against the Czech Republic because there's again we talked about the, the, the Italians being bottle merchants in the big tournaments, and the Czechs have this just habit of just not showing up despite having a squad full of talent. That's um, at Hampton, I, that one as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I, I can yeah. see the Czechs kind of just... I can see Check the Czechs out. bouncing. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be bouncing. Uh, and then it's the case of, can we get a draw against Croatia? Um, as England demonstrated, that's very, very difficult. Yeah. Um, uh, technically, but, we did draw against them in the 90s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But they're just... A, they're, they're, to me, they're the best team in the group. Uh, whether England have like home games at Ham- and Wembley or not, the Czechs are, are the best team in the group and they should on paper and the creation sorry on paper should win that group but I again it's, it's a group of, it's a group of death um, two from four I'll, I'll go with Andy I'm going to fall my heart on my sleeve here um, I said earlier that we finished third and we go out on goal difference no nah, we finish second and we go through on goal difference come on yes Come, Come on, on. Come on. Somebody's, living on, somebody's living on cloud cuckoo land there. Freaking hell, he's had too much iron brew, I think. Uh, Luke, what do you think, mate? Well, 
I'm going to do a quick impression just to see if you can uh, if you can spot this one. Beep 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 beep. It's Harry Maguire turning, right? Because he's he's got the turning circle of an HGV. That boy. <laughs> All you need to do is get him turned. I think I think that's the big the, the big issue. We'll talk about England a little bit later, but uh, I don't think I, Harry Maguire will be playing against you. If I'm being perfectly honest, he's not. Well, playing. let's see, let's see, let's see what happens. I think, but uh, you know, I. I was thinking about this, actually. I think we'll beat the Czech Republic. And I actually think if we can get an early goal, we'll beat England as well, actually. So I'm, I'm, going, to be, I'm going to be saying I think we'll finish second. I think we'll win two of the three games. Um, really? I don't think we'll do any further than the round of 16, but as long as we get out of that group, that's history in itself. And I'd be oh. delighted with that. There's some delusion on show in this chat this evening. There's some delusion on <laughs> show. There's some Scottish delusion going on right I'll here. Tell you why, though. Two we games, have... two out of three games. Scotland, are you mad? We've got some quality players in our team. Quality no, you don't. All right, okay, Maybe. yes, you do, but they're both left back, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, Billy Gilmore. All right, yeah. Okay, okay, he's kind of all right. Christy McGregor, who are pretty decent players. Yeah, they play okay, the Scottish League. So it <laughs> Scott Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay plays in the Premier. Probably one of United's star players this year. Um, I mean, absolutely, he's just not though. Um, admittedly, we've got a couple of cart horses and defenders, but they can kick Harry Kane, and that's all that matters, really. When it we, comes we've to got it. Stephen O'Donnell, who I genuinely have no idea how he gets a game for that team. I, I, I don't even know who Stephen that is. Um, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, it's 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 a weird one that because I can see Scotland beating supper. us. I can see Scotland beating us. I I actually can't see Scotland beating us. But if you do, it won't be on anything other than just heart and will and desire. Here's how you beat England: you play it through the channels between the fullbacks and the centre halves, get them turned, and you have somebody running at the the the, uh, the, the defence. Honestly, that's the I, way I, you think, I think we play. Through through I think we'll play somebody running. No, nah, I think, mate, we're going to play a three back. You won't, you won't even get that opportunity. Um, you think you'll play three back? You absolutely, so? absolutely. If we don't play a three back, I will be absolutely flabbergasted if we don't play this tournament Seriously? three you back. So? Yeah, yeah. It's just mm, the way that you, it's looking at the squad that he's picked. It's just nailed on to be. It looks nailed on for a three back. Um, I think that's what most of the country are thinking at the minute. But we'll we'll sort of see. You know, you can never really predict what South. If you actually pick three centre backs, given last I looked, you'd pick four right backs. Uh, well, we it's three right backs now, and yes, we've got like six centre backs or something. So, um, like, oh, I think, you, I think, you, I think lost, five you lost the right back, so what you did was called up a left back. I no, like, we were no, great, no, great we didn't. That. No, we didn't. You <laughs> we think Ben White's a, a le- not left back? He's not. He's a centre back. He's literally I as centre as central a defender as you can get. Yeah, <laughs> I we, don't know we, what we, the we hell you've been watching this season, but he's a centre back. <laughs> Uh, right. Yes, we've called up a centre back in place of. Trend, so yeah, I think we'll play three back personally. Uh, moving on, obviously we've been talking about England a little bit, but we're going to talk about us a little bit more as ever. Plenty of pressure on England mm-hmm. to perform this year, yeah. but many fans being left quite miffed at the squad selection as we just mentioned mm-hmm. there. Andy, where do you think the England team is capable of reaching in this tournament? Well, I've been saying for weeks now. I thought England because of the fact they got. Such good players in Sancho, Kane, Grealish, Mount, um, even someone like Ben Ben Chilwell, uh, Declan Rice, all these players like that. I th- I thought with with home advantage on top, I thought England would get to the final. But the more 
I've sort of looked at sort of the way the um you know the, the way the way the fixtures run the knockouts England have got a very hard side of the draw in terms of the knockouts. So I did I did actually put our Twitter poll on on, on this whether England would get to the round of sixteen, the quarter, semi, and final, and just winning, beating the final was round of sixteen. And I think I think personally that's where they'll finish. Personally, I think that if everything goes to plan like I've got in my predictions, England would be playing. Um, I think it's Portugal, I think, in the round of 16. I think mm. that, that would be where England's journey would end. But I think at the same time, I think that even though they got a very easy side of the draw in the World Cup a couple of years ago, um, which I think South got, South got very lucky in that sense, I do think that uh, one thing you can say about Southgate is that he's good at sort of bringing the team together and sort of um, raising morale. So I do think, with the fact that there's a lot of games right. at Wembley, a lot of games in the UK, I do think that may go in England's favour in terms of home advantage. So I do think if they can get a run together, I think we could potentially see, um, you know, potentially see the likes of England go go to semis once again. But yeah, I think overall, I think personally, I think England got a very good chance of doing well. But I think it all hangs in the balance of their manager. And unfortunately, I don't think Southgate. I think he'll be the reason why they don't do well. I think you've got the you got the players, you've got the you know the home advantage. But I just think that unfortunately, I think uh, tactically, I think Southgate will be your downfall. Yeah, I don't massively disagree with that, uh, but I do think we've still got enough to get through the group quite easy. Well, yeah, fairly fairly well anyway. Um, Steve, yeah, I, I kind of I disagree with Andy only on one point there, and that Andy's got it down as being Portugal that England will face in the round of sixteen, uh, and I actually don't think Portugal will get out of the groups. I can see mm, Germany. And Fra- I think Germany and France will take the first two points in that, that group. But so, the and the four best. On the, on the four best third place teams going to the knockouts, isn't that a thing yeah, as well? That, that would mean that would mean Portugal have to get uh, some kind of result against both Germany and mm. France. Um, yeah, so they'd have to get at least a draw out of that and then beat um, mm. who's the final game against uh, Hungary. I mean, Hungary yeah, would be boys in that group, but I can see Portugal. This could be on an Aldo Swan song and it goes out with a, a squib with, without a bang at all, and, and Portugal don't go out of the group stages. I'm just, I was not sure on Germany. I just don't think. I, don't I think Germany think... will go out of that group. I think I, 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 I called it to my friend the other day who is German that I can see Germany going out in the in the group stages this year, and that's going to be the sort of one major shock of the tournament. Mm. But yeah, um, we are getting off topic though, and we are on a time, so we haven't got time so we haven't got time to talk about Germany and Portugal too much. Mm. Um, but that's two of you who think that we can only get to the round of sixteen. Luke, what about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with the guys for what they think as well. You think we'll finish second in the group and go out in the round of 16 to uh, France or Germany or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. Because I think, I, I, and, and I think, um, I think the reason will be Southgate. I don't think Southgate is tactically advanced enough to be able to do it at this level. Um, I think he'll get found out. I, I think it's that's the big downfall for me of England is that we have a squad full of attacking superstars and a manager who seems intent on playing defensive football, which uh, I think that is what will bring us down. And if we don't do particularly well at this tournament, Mm -hmm. then that is, um, that, that will be the reason why. Uh, Question about England I have is, what will constitute a successful tournament for England in the eyes of the English fans and the English media? Do you think it's a case of no semi-final, no success? Or do you think the fans might 
uh, the media pundits fans might won't expect even more than that. Yeah, uh, I. Sorry, on you go, Andrew. Go on, you go, Luke. I was just going to say, I, I think the biggest England's biggest enemy historically is the press. The yes, press wind up absolutely. the fans, nothing, nothing less, and and they they make them expecting to win it, and then anything else is a disappointment inevitably every time. England are a good team. I think if I was an England fan, realistically, without the newspapers, getting a semi-final place would make me happy. I think I, I think you'd say a situation yeah. as an Englishman where if we get to the semi-final, reminiscent of 2018, and we mm. put together an okay run, fans will be happy. Yeah. But the papers won't be. And that, I think that's the problem. And, and somebody needs to have a look at the papers because I think that is the biggest enemy, truthfully. Yeah. I think that's where the biggest um, the biggest problem is, and it, it historically has more. been. Couldn't agree you know, more with that. I think it, it always has been a, an issue, much like um, the issue that you see um, in Spain, where in the media and the media pressure and the media criticism has a significant impact um, on what actually happens on the pitch from time to time. So, okay. yeah, I think if you can keep the media sweet, then we'll, we might be all right, but. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind. Of, I've got my fingers crossed, and I know that you lot, you like rival fans, like to criticize England, um, England fans for the way we react, we reacted to the 2018 run, which for us was just a joyous summer. We did well. We got to the semi final of the mm. World Cup and mm. blazing sun, blah 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 blah. We all had a great summer. I, I think we would all love to see something reminiscent of that. Yeah. Um, that's, I think that's what we we want. That's what we're hopeful for. Um, yeah. But we've got a bit of a banana skin group, and I think that's. That's where, if we get through the group comfortably, if we win the group, I think we could get quarters, semis. Yeah. Mm. Here's, here's the thing with, with both myself and Luke kind of being ex-Pat Scots and living here in the Alamand, right? We, we have this weird thing whereby like, people are like, we're, we're, we're Manx or we're English, right? And the, the ones who are English, and, and actually a lot of the ones who are Manx, when you get England doing remotely well in an international tournament, they are utterly unbearable. Everything is, it's coming home, Spirit of 66. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, you know, it's like no one thinks to themselves, maybe we should just like temporary expectations since historically we have balls this up every single time. I still Let's think, I just to- think it's, I just think it's hilarious that you lot think that the it's coming home song is us actually thinking we're going to win the tournament. It's just, it's just a song. It's just a good it, song. Like, it, it, honestly, it's like the, the number of people that are sitting there going, Oh, we're going to win it. We're going to win it. You know? And, and uh, like the, 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 vast, the, vast the millions of, of different, it's just, just no, the vast, vast, vast majority of people that I knew, even in 2018, when we reached the semi-final of the world cup had absolutely no expectation of England winning that tournament. Right. The, the vast majority of people that, that we knew, were utterly delusional and thought they were going to go all the way and win everything. And it, this is like, yeah, you you clearly have a more balanced circle of friends than we do. Everyone we know is clearly a complete lunatic. It does sort of annoy me when you see Scots and Welsh talk, uh, Welshmen and Irishmen talking about that on, on social media. And I'm, I'm just sitting there reading and going, what are you going on about? They, the it's coming home thing is not a saying, yeah, it's coming home, we're going to win the tournament. It's us going, oh yeah, let's have a good sing song and enjoy our summer. Um, if you're going to have okay song, sing Vindaloo, right? It's a much better <laughs> tune. It's, it's not, it's coming home. It's, it's an so iconic song. Tune. <laughs> I, it, 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 it's it's that. The it's coming home. The thing is, the it's coming home song is it's nostalgia for most of the country of '96, which for a lot of people in this country, a lot of football fans in this country, is 
the iconic summer that we've that we've had a home nation uh, a home European Championships wherein we did quite well um, and it's obviously our biggest what if moment isn't it um, so yeah I think it's just the nostalgia factor it's the feel good factor who, of a team who missed doing those right. key penalties was it uh, was it Gareth Southgate by any chance <laughs> it, well, it was Gareth Southgate yeah. <laughs> so this is one of those where should we be talking about 96 given that Southgate is currently in charge are you just setting yourself up for a fall there mate <laughs> well I, I don't think so really because my expectations of England are to do all right. Like I don't think we're gonna absolutely kill it. I, th- I think we've got maybe. I think we'll get through the group. I do think we'll win the group because Croatia aren't anywhere near as strong as they were in 2018. Um, True. I don't think we'll have. A, I, th- I do think we'll beat Scotland. I think we'll turn up on the day, and I think we'll beat Scotland two or three nil at Wembley um, in front of a, an English crowd. I don't. I don't. I can't see that being stopped. Essentially, to be honest, I do think we'll have enough to beat you. It's just whether or not we show up with the heart and desire on the day. It's the bit. It's the hardest game in the group. That, as far as I'm concerned, the Scotland game, just because you lot are going to be well up for that. Um, <laughs> well, listen, as long as, <laughs> if the if the Stockport Messi shows up in full flight, we've got we, we'll get. You've beat. got no chance. But if, it's, it's if, not even just him. We've got so many superstars that are just far, far, far better than. Scotland can even dream of producing. Yeah, let's be honest. Look, look I mean, Stephen O'Donnell versus Jaden Sancho. That's a pretty, that's a, that's a pretty even matchup. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> international superstar versus guy who plays for Kilmarnock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is the thing. You've got that's players true. on your team who play for Kilmarnock or St Johnston or whatever. We've got players on our team who play for some of the biggest clubs in the world: Manchester United, Manchester City, Borussia Dortmund, etc., etc., etc. It shouldn't even sure. be close. It's just going to be. A question of heart really no Newcastle fan players there <laughs> oh, am I expected to bite at this <laughs> <laughs> sorry we were talking about biggest clubs in the world weren't we so. yeah we're not one of those I'm under no, no delusions to that my friend don't worry although Antoine Griezmann plays as us on football manager how many teams can say that um, right yes I think we'll get through the groups I think we'll do okay um, and I can see us going out in like the quarters or something to somebody decent. I don't think we'll have a, a 2018-esque run, um, mm. but I am hoping we do. I'd love us to get to the semis again um, at the very least. And obviously, I would love, 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 love us to reach the final and have a half a chance of winning it. But it's just it's, mm. it's not going to happen. There's too many teams that are just much stronger than we are, really. Um, all right, we don't have much time left, so we'll ask one final question. I'll go around each of you ask you who you think is going to win the European Championships and you can turn, tell me your reasons why in as brief a way as you possibly can. Andy, who's going to win the Euros? France. Why? I think, they got, I think, I think they'll beat Holland in the final and I do think that Holland is someone that we should really look out for but I think personally France, I think they've got um, obviously got one of the best young players in the world and probably the best young player in the world Mbappe you look at Pogba who seems to turn up a lot more than you, you see him turn up with the Man U I think uh, even though he makes mistakes I think Lloris on his day is a very good goalkeeper I think you look at the amount of good defense. I mean the fact that the Port has actually had to change nationalities because he can't get a kick for France shows how good yeah. their defense is okay. I think you look at um, even they got they got Benzema now who obviously um is back to the team. I think he's a very underrated player. So I do think overall, obviously, you saw them win the World Cup three years ago. And yeah, I, I think personally, that that's my pick, France. Uh, thank you for that. Luke? 
Et le France, le France, cause they are magnifique, magnifique. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think for the same reasons as Andy, I think they've just got a really good team all the way through. Um, and, and I just, yeah, I, I just fancy them to do it, to be honest. All right, sound. And Stephen, who do you think will win uh, the European Championships? Germany. Um, and I, I think, uh, I totally agree with Andy and, and Luke. France have got the best player in the tournament in, in Mbappe. But, I think there's just going to be something about the Germans, the, the depth in that German squad. Um, and let's see, when, when you've got the likes of Havertz and Werner uh, who are coming off a Champions League win, they're coming in confident. Uh, you know, the, the rest of the big stars maybe didn't finish the season quite as well. Um, and I, I think that's just going to be enough to get the Germans, who traditionally do really, really well in major tournaments. I just yeah. see them pushing them, all, pushing it all the way. and Traditionally, possibly, except for 2018. Oh, uh, I, I I see them pushing it all the way and very probably winning at least one of the knockout games on penalties. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, that would be no shock to anyone. Um, but yeah, that is all we've got time for. Uh, be sure to tune in again next week when we'll be back to debate the first few fixtures from the European Championships. You will not want to miss it. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you then.